Hello and welcome back everybody to the Hansei Podcast, the show where we talk to creators within gaming to learn more about their stories, how they got to where they are, to teach you, the viewers, lessons that you can use on your own journey as a creator. My guest for this episode is Belinda aka Sundabu, and she is a Twitch streamer, a dancer, and so much more. I bought her on because I believe her community, the way she runs it, is so amazing. And there's a lot to learn from how she started up the community to how she's running it, the events that she's doing for them. There is a lot of ground to cover. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started so we can hear all about her journey from Belinda herself. So I am a Twitch streamer uh, right now, or you can say really a content, I'm trying to really dive more towards as content creating, right? Um, a lot of the things I stream though right now, Twitch being my main platform, is a lot of League of Legends and just chatting because I like to get to know the community and different people and the vibes. And it's been a really, really cool, interesting being diving into this realm of content creating. I, I know that you just got finished with the Bofu Bowl about like a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So I've been streaming for about a year and a half now, and we just finished uh, the Bofu Bowl, which is a League of Legends tournament featuring eight teams. So eight people. usually a lot of them are from the community, but there were definitely a couple of new people that joined the community because of it. So that was one of the biggest things I've done for the community, one of the biggest events I've done. For our first run, I think it was well-received. Definitely can see a lot of improvements. I was documenting a lot of things that we can improve. It was really fun. And something that I know a lot of people have been asking simply because my community has a lot of League of Legends people simply because I'm a League addict. So I play a lot of League. Uh, that's probably my game of choice. People got sweaty, but what I try to emphasize is having a competitive environment, but have it be fun because that's what I'm about. That's what my community is about. And I know that League has like a very bad rep for being toxic. So it's really fun to see that people can still enjoy this game with your friends. I think it brought a lot of people together. A different aspect that I didn't know that I would like so much was watching the games. I didn't watch as much League as I did when I was leading up to this event. And this uh, Bofu Bowl tournament took about two months to plan. So it was a lot of things. Because of that, my voice channels have been so active. There's always people in there playing games together now. And that's what I like. I like it being a very organic environment. Because I'm just here to kind of create the space. And a lot of times people don't tend to join chat unless the Twitch streamer is there or something like that, right? But I created the Bofu House, which is my Discord community. Because I wanted to have a space where my friends or people in the Bofu squad can be a part of and play either League together, watch movies together, or just chill together. And we also have basically a space you can just network and connect with people. Right. And yeah, a very inclusive environment. So it was really nice to see that people are playing with each other now and like inviting each other after, even after the Bofu Bowl. So it's been really nice. Yeah. They really formed strong bonds from that, yeah. uh, from that tournament. I actually yeah. like, did you ever thought that you would create a tournament when you were starting out as a streamer? It was a long-term plan, right? And I say long-term because it feels like, a, it, although it's only been a year and a half, it feels like it's been longer. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I I don't know if I intentionally wanted to put like a tournament together, but it's something I had thought it would be nice to do. And um, I love hosting events. I'm, I'm really much like the event coordinator when it comes to friend groups and all that stuff. So I didn't mind hosting it. And, it, and I think it's going to be something that the community really wants to have like more of like an annual basis, even like biannually as well. So it's... Um, Something I didn't anticipate I would do, but I'm not surprised that I did, if that makes sense. So, ah, okay. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Another person that I interviewed also said that they were the event planner for their own friend group. So I kind of wonder if like yeah. Twitch streamers have like a natural inclination to like be that type of person, IRL, and that kind of like helps them out with their, with their streaming life. I guess it depends on what, because there's a lot of different types of Twitch streamers, right? I have some Twitch streamers that don't like planning anything <laughs> so and they all they want to do is just um kind of chat with you and talk with you and want to participate more so right mm. so I, I do think it, it just depends um it works for me because i like planning events right and it also really helped out that i had a very supportive mod team so i really mm. have to give it up to my mod team because even though i i had the idea and i planned that out they 
I wouldn't be, it wouldn't have been the event it was without them, right? So I had a lot of support system and also the community was great in, 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 in being um, active. Um, we selected really good captains as well that kind of really helped with the whole BOFU house branding, the environment, the culture, and then kind of make sure we kept that vibe going with the tournament, right? Which is why we are, we had something called the BOFU Spirit Award which basically kind of summarizes why we have the Bofu house and what this tournament kind of symbolizes as well, you know, like kind of like the branding that the Bofu house stands for, like kind of what I want it to be a very inclusive environment, fun space where you guys can just kind of connect with each other and make friends. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know or didn't participate, um, there was also like a whole drafting phase um, and there was like a highlight reel or or like a a hype reel, right? To introduce all of the teams. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a lot leading up to the actual like two days. And so there was, this was like not Mm -hmm. just a random tournament that, you know, uh, uh, like you put together. This was a very well thought out, planned out, um, thing to make people feel very special when they participated. Like you said, it was a two-month mm-hmm. endeavor. Yes, I definitely am excited for the next one. And we, we also sent a feedback form out just to see what what we could improve on. And we got a, real, a lot of good feedback. But yeah, we're, I'm trying to think of how to make a highlight reel now. A highlight reel of the Bofu Bowl. But I've just been trying to <laughs> catch up with everything else. So um, I, I haven't even been streaming for the past, since the Bofu Bowl, right? So it seems like it was so long ago. Yeah. yeah, and to quickly mention, you're not a full-time streamer. This is not like your full-time job, right? It is not. So yeah, I am um, I am an engineer uh, by day and a streamer at night, I guess. Well, I also stream on, on Saturday and Sunday morning. I usually stream, I think my calendar has shifted to more being a weekend streamer. Mm-hmm. And I, I stream maybe on Friday and Saturday, usually during the afternoon. And then maybe once or twice during the weekday at in the evening after work. I think I'm probably going to try to be a little bit more consistent with my schedule and do three times a week, probably just one during the weekdays and then twice during the weekends. So yeah. At most, I want to do twice a week. But yeah, I, I don't do streaming full time. But it's been um, a joy for me, a very nice uh, hobby that I've had and... I, I don't know what I would do without it because I've made so many friends. And I really started streaming during the, the pandemic, right? I think that I've always been interested in streaming, but I think being quarantined gave me that little nudge to really start streaming and see what it, what it was like. Oh, okay. Was there any other reasons besides the quarantine or was there something else? So I've always been interested in streaming and doing more content creation because I, I, I've i done YouTube. I used to, aside dance, right? I also dance for a dance crew here in Atlanta called SKZ. Shout out to SKZ. Represent. Um, so I um, <laughs> represent, but I've been dancing for a while and I did used to publish like videos on YouTube. And then I used to have a blog, right? So um, I, I did all that. So I've dabbled into content creating, right? Content creation, but I never stuck to anything. So then I've always been interested in Twitch and I also like wanted to try League of Legends, right? And the idea was, okay, why don't you document my journey of learning League? But then I started playing League and I didn't want to be like so awful at it because I get a little self-conscious when I play a game and I, I don't want to be like super bad. So I want to know like a little bit. So I, I actually played League for a year prior to streaming and then then so I, I started league 2019 mm-hmm. right and then quarantine happened COVID happened and then 2020 so i figured okay here we are i'm actually stuck at home now still playing league maybe it's a good time also classic christine is a part of skz and she was also a full-time streamer she's a full-time streamer she also like motivated me to kind of not be afraid to try something like streaming which is very different from all the other platforms that i've been a part of because for YouTube videos and for blogging, you prep the work and then you can fix anything. For streaming, it's live, mm-hmm. right? So it's a very different way of uh, interacting with the audience, yeah. right? So that was uh, kind of like the motivating factors, really wanting to document my journey with League. I wanted to see what it was like to stream and it's been, I'd say, life-changing. It's another way for me to meet people as well and connect with people. And I'm a big extrovert, so when, when COVID happened and we were quarantined. I, it was kind of a little depressing being stuck at home and not being able to see our friends. But being able to stream and um, being on Twitch and meeting people has been um, a lot of fun. 
So. Yeah, I don't know for a lot of people who who kind of like need that connection, right? Because I I I have the feeling that you're an extrovert. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an extrovert. Could you not tell? No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So having like the yeah. you know those interactions with people like certainly helped. You know, uh, otherwise we we would lose our minds like just being at home doing nothing all day or like being to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's always nice. I always do need like uh, self time. Like, but I do get my energy from meeting people. Right, I love connecting with people and um, getting to hear their story, their perspective, and learn. I think that's the best way I learn about random things or like life if we're getting like super um philosophical here yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah like you know anything that you do like career-wise <laughs> like even if it's content creation can get really deep right because it's it's not yeah. only self-fulfilling like creatively and but it's also like it helps a lot of people out too you know just kind of being a place that people can go to you building the bofu community which we'll definitely get into but it's like it's a place for them to chill it's a place for them to like make friends and feel a sense of belonging which i think is like really important to people no absolutely i i i, I agree with that yeah what were um yeah. so starting out like what were the challenges that you had because you know everyone even the biggest streamer right like like ninja or pokey mm -hmm. uh, or shroud like they all started from zero everyone had to start from zero so what was your challenge like going um into you know this new world of streaming right it was, uh, it was a couple of challenges but i think starting off um i actually when i first started streaming i started strong i actually streamed for the first 30 days straight mm -hmm. i streamed 30 days straight how many I, hours i didn't know that was like uh i think generally averaging like four to five hours oh wow probably. so you grinded yeah yeah i but i didn't know it was a grind at the time because uh, the reason is uh I was playing that much league every single day. <laughs> so I figured it was like, oh, no big deal and turning on the cam and playing league, right? So at first it was really honestly just that, not even the chatting portion, right? It was me turning on my cam and then just playing League of Legends. And then people would trickle in and, and ask questions and I would answer, right? So that was different. Like, uh, like I was saying, Twitch is different because the interaction is live right? I was interacting live with my audience. And that's something something completely new to me when um, I had to like work on focusing on a game, but then I was also trying to talk to people as well, right? Which is why I think I eventually segued to like doing just chatting at the beginning and then trying to play League games and then also stream that. And obviously when I'm usually playing League, the, the chat doesn't move as much because they're interested in watching the game more so. But yeah, so I've divided the section out um, kind of the, that way. But, you know, when I started off, I, I didn't know who was going to tune in, right? That's the first thing you, you think of as a streamer when you first turn on that cam. And I had I didn't know anybody, right? And I really wanted to kind of test the water on my own and just kind of see what it was like. So it was really like me by myself at the very beginning. And uh, I was really scared. I almost didn't turn on my cam. If it wasn't for my, my bestie, uh, Peter. Shout out to PJ Lin. He's also on the SKZ crew. I have a really nice supportive group. Fun fact is a lot of uh, the SKZ crew now do stream, except for maybe just Murphy. I don't think he streams, but out of all of us, I think there's probably four more consistent streamers with Christine being the full-time streamer, right? Anyway, uh, I almost didn't turn my cam on because the challenging portion is not knowing who's going to tune in and talk. And then that's why I just started playing games because I didn't know. I was just staring at a camera and like, hi how are you guys doing but there's no one there but then it was really nice that uh peter would talk to me mm -hmm. right uh so i would talk and then suddenly one person would come up and it was really uh nice um so then i kind of got the groove that way to see like some you know like people would slowly come in and talk and i think at the beginning i was worrying about that like how many people would be there so my view count would be three and as soon as it hits five i was like so excited and then when it dropped down to three, I was like, wow, they hate me. <laughs> so you think about that, like, wow, they don't, they don't like my content or so you, you get really self-conscious about what it is you're, because you're like, like I said, it's live. So you want to make sure you're entertaining, engaging, captivating in some way, because so that was like the first few challenging um, things that was, but honestly, it was just really kind of, I mean, a grind, but a slow one. And, um, eventually, uh, the community started growing, um, you, you meet new people. And I think at the beginning, it was also tough because you feel like you were trying to cater to people as well a little bit more because you didn't want to lose like the audience that you had, even though they'd be maybe small, yeah. right? So I think something that I struggled with as well 
being a little bit more tolerant of like some of the trolls I would receive in chat. Something I'm not tolerant anymore. And I think uh, it's it's almost contradicting for me to tell new streamers not to be tolerant of that because you think about those things, which is why I, every time I see a new streamer, I try to like latch onto them, advocate for them. So that way you don't have to feel that pressure, right? But I didn't have anybody. So it was really, it was more difficult for me, but it's something I know it's hard, but numbers aren't everything. And if you just continue being yourself and your brand, and you don't want to change that, do that. And don't take bullshit from people, right? And I, I saw it, I had a degree, like basically I have like, this is how much bullshit I would take. And then I increased, I was like, okay, I'll take a little bit more because I was new, mm -hmm. but I don't think I should have done that. But that was a struggle at the beginning, right? So that's some, some of the challenges I kind of faced uh, when I started off, but it's a lot better now. So I do have my mods and um, they know my policy, my rules and, um, no, no, no trolls allowed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Setting the boundaries, pretty much. I think it's like yeah. super important because they're, you're, it, it's really hard because I was about to say you're inviting them to your space, but you're not really inviting people to your space. They you could just come in. Yeah. Um. So yeah. it's like, okay, you come into my shop, we can chill and, you know, that's fine. But these are the rules. And if, yeah. you know, if you're going to disturb other people or you're going to disturb me, then mm -hmm. like, that's just going to wreck the environment. I know you spoke a lot about environments and I think that's really important to you, right? The environment, the culture of, um, yes. of yeah. everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And it definitely is. And I agree with you. Like I said, I, there are, there are certain policies that I have that I won't, you can't cross the lines, but I was, like I said, a little bit more tolerant of some trolls. Right. And I don't think you should be ever, if you have a set of rules and there are rules there for a reason. I'm also not like super rigid in that sense. I just, there's just certain policies that I have for myself and what I mm -hmm. want for the community that I don't want in the brand that I have or, or in the community that we're building, which is supposed to be an inclusive environment. So it is inclusive, but no bullies, mm -hmm. right? Um, bantering is fine as long as it's fun, you know, bantering, but nothing too toxic where you're hurting people's feelings, right? People make mistakes, it's fine. I'm all about understanding and forgiving but i think everyone understands the brand we're making here and it's just what i'm trying to advocate i've found what my what my brand is and i think people know what i stand for when they at least come to stream because i have the community backing me up because they also know the vision that i have for the community and what i stand for yeah so. i think that's so important as yeah. a streamer oh my god uh there's a lot to touch upon there <laughs> you know a lot of different routes right yeah yeah we can really dive into that because I know you were asking um, me to come on, on your podcast to talk about community building. And that's important because you want to share your vision and see people and share that same vision that you have and help create multiple advocate, uh, advocates and basically ambassadors. And that's really how you cultivate a community because it can't be just me. It has to be people who also believe in the community as well and the space. And they want to preserve that. It's kind of like making sure your house is clean, you yeah. know, and you have a lot of people in it. Right? Yeah, that's cool and true. Um, I, I was just thinking, yeah. that's why I fumbled my words, but it, it's like, you got to really know yourself, you know, in order to be able to understand how you want to form your online um, persona, your brand, right? This is a personal brand because mm -hmm. this is kind of built around you, but then you kind of expanded past that and you've built yeah. the Bofu brand while yeah. implementing your own beliefs and values. And I think that's like something really cool that you talk about that, um, you know, a lot of streamers, I think you might have like picked this up. I don't know. You might have like already had this thought in the beginning or you might have developed mm -hmm. it over time. But a lot of streamers mm -hmm. in the beginning don't really understand branding at this level. You know, which which I think is really cool because mm -hmm. they just think of, uh, you know, how can I like get really cool overlays or how can I make my stream look pretty and stuff like that. But then you thought about it from like, okay, cool. What are the what's the mission here? What are the values? What are my beliefs? And how can we cultivate a community? Because community is part of the brand. You know, that's it's yeah. like it's like uh, you're wearing an Apple Watch, right? You know, there's like Apple people and there's mm -hmm. Android people. You know. And yeah. and they're and they're like advocates for those products. Like you could see <laughs> online wars about you know which one is better all the time. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so I think I think it's really really impressive that you thought of it and and brought it like so far to have your community also see what you're thinking because it's not always like you know what you're thinking, but in order to yeah. <laughs> make things in a way where they're like, oh, I understand you, and and I know mm -hmm. how to 
keep the house clean, you know, as we say, um, mm -hmm. that's really hard. So, you know, kudos to you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you give me a lot of credit. It, it definitely has been a constant iterative, iterative change mm -hmm. as we uh, continue building the Bofu community, right? It, I didn't have it all planned out, but I have some set core values that align with me, right? And in terms of uh, Bofu and all that stuff, uh, that one was intentional in terms of creating a character, but it could have been anything really. But um, so my name is Sundubu, right? Which is, it stems off of my love for a Sundubu Jigae. But uh, side note, I'm not Korean. I just, I love Korean tofu soup though. So. Yeah, Sundubu is Korean tofu <laughs> so, soup for those of you who don't know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I uh, I love Sundubu, which is, uh, then I was thinking of what kind of character can I develop for Sundubu? Well, okay, well, tofu soup, right? So I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's make a tofu character. So I wanted to this, if, if this were to be anything bigger than what it is now, I wanted it to be a well known into uh, the the community, the branding, the logo, and what it is, right? So I basically Bofu is kind of like my little side character, my little icon, right? So Bofu is a tofu, my little tofu, but hence his name is Bofu, and my name is Belinda, and I like the letter B, which is because it's my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, and everyone calls me B, so I figure, okay, let's call him Bofu. And um, I, the creation of both was really fun. I think that was probably like one of the most fun things I've done ever. And I, I love, this is why I know, like I have a creative um, aspect, beside, uh, you know, in me, in terms of that, which is why content creation has been so much fun. So I got to create both all by myself with my designer, graphic designer. And we were, I could definitely, I, if you have time, I would give you like sketches of what he looked like to begin with. Cause he was just, how do you make a block of a tofu, which is just a square look interesting. Right. Uh -huh. um, so we were thinking of how to make him stand out a little bit more. And we we're thinking, so we both of us a little distinct cause he has like a bite mark on the side of his head. And um, you know, he's, he's gone through a lot, but he's still happy and cheerful and everything. So uh, there's the concept of that. Um, but yeah, that's how Bofu was created, which is why we named the whole uh, Discord server Bofu House. And if you notice sections of the Bofu House, I'm looking at my Discord, but we have like a uh, Banchan, which is like different voice channels and Bori Chat, which is just a T. So it's been like a little bit of those concepts. I think as it's growing, it's becoming a little bit just Bofu themed and not so much like a Tofu House theme, which is why I think we're probably gonna stick with Bofu as the branding instead of trying to go so uh, intentional with the whole tofu house. Oh, tofu branding, house. What we're that's to why do. it's bofu house. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's why it. That's why originally it was that, but I think we're steered away, and I feel like we've been able to steer away and just have it be coined the bofu house, not and and kind of leave the whole tofu house mentality. And when people think of the bofu house, they think of Belinda's Discord community and what this stands for, instead of just a tofu house, which is where all the themed uh, things that you see, which I've liked this slow, gradual change. And it show it goes to show that you didn't even notice that it was the Tofu House and you notice it as the Bofu House, which speaks a lot of volume for the fact that the branding is working. You know yeah, what I'm because that, I saw like a yeah. house, you know, I thought of, you know how people are like, oh yeah, this is my fam, right? It's my stream fam, the community is the fam. And so yeah. that's why I was like, oh, house, fam, like it makes sense, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And, and yeah. as I was like able to interact more with like, the community members and become a part of it too i was like oh cool like i really get it you know that's why you had like the bofu spirit award like what this community like tries to mm -hmm. tries to push for in terms of values and what those values like represent right yeah yeah no actually that's uh that was um because uh it's it, like i think the bofu bowl meant a lot to me to put on um kind of seeing the fruits of everyone's labor, but how much the Bofu house has evolved, right, as a community, and how big it's become. And if you can get people to play a game together, such as League of Leg Legends, which is apparently one of the most toxic games you can play, <laughs> and still have fun, that's a lot, yeah. right? That's a lot. And which is why I wanted to make, I wanted to continue, continue cultivating that because I love League of Legends, right? I love the competitive spirit behind it. And I, I believe you can play the game without being toxic, right? Um, it's, it's a game. And I know that people can get really toxic and get tilted. And it happens. Uh, which is why I wanted to make the Bofu Spirit Award. It was a very special award for me to 
kind of um, summarize what the Bofu Bowl was about, but also what this whole community has been about, right? And I know it's awarded to one person, but I do feel like a lot of people within the community encompasses that same Bofu spirit. And it was really nice to see the submission because I opened it up for the participants to to vote on, right? Because it was for, it was Bofu Bowl Spirit Award, right? Um, so I think I'm going to try to coin it and make it something else. I'm still thinking of ideas there. But receiving the submission and seeing how how nice and thoughtful each of the members were writing about different people was so heartfelt that I had mm-hmm. to share on the stream. So, I, and some people just don't know how much like they see them, like other people see you, right? So it was really nice to share a little piece of that um, and, and have that really warm someone's day or like to, to let them know like, hey, you might not notice it, but people do notice like the difference you make in the community and how much you like the love, the vibes that they bring when, when the whole Bofu Bowl was happening, kind of gathering people. And that's what you want. You want those people because you want them to be excited about a tournament you're hosting or even like the Bofu house. And that's how you kind of cultivate that community and that culture. And that's what it, it it really it means to be part of the Bofa House. Yeah, so. I I mean I I'm glad like I was I was in and out throughout the day, but I came back when you were reading that stuff, and then when they were sending you messages too, and I was like, dang, this is such uh, a this is so wholesome. <laughs> I, was I, I I, I was expecting that because I I was doing this for them, mm-hmm. and then my mod team wrote like a last submission, and then they were like submitting. I'm I cry, but they were submitting um they're they're like notes to me and i i wasn't expecting at all so it was very surprising and I actually read it off stream and was crying and i messaged Amaj. i was like i'm crying and then they made me read it on stream i was like i'm gonna cry i was holding my else and i was like i'm gonna cry and i was crying but it was i honestly have one of the i mean i think a lot of people think this but i i i think i have one of the best mod teams and one of the best communities i can ask for i just the mod team has been nothing but amazing so supportive i love them all like i honestly couldn't fulfill what the bofu house mission is without them so i i really appreciate them so if you guys are listening i appreciate you guys there we go shout out to the shout out to the bofu mods um shout out to the bofu mods (laughs) it's crazy because twitch has i i think they have millions of creators if i remember the statistic right but there's a lot, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thought of people from outside of Twitch or or who don't really try to understand it, they just think, oh, people are playing games and and people are gonna watch them, and you know they just sub to them and donate money and like that's all Twitch is about. You play games and and people just give you money for it. But like it's so much more than that. It extends outside of Twitch, or at least, you know, for the people who do put in the effort to have a Discord server to do things off stream and to to really continue trying to, um, you know, engage with their community and make them feel welcome in some way. Like this is this is the power of Twitch, you know, and I know Twitch is not perfect. Like, obviously, it's had it's had its issues, <laughs> um, yeah. but like the the good things that twitch has has um helped people like do i i think i think it's it's just it's really amazing like the more i look into twitch um communities and the more streamers i talk to um and, and the and you know i don't have a lot of time so when i actually do go in and try to participate in the communities it just blows me away to see like how much people actually care for each other which you know i guess i guess in a time of like the pandemic where everyone's pretty polar everything's polarizing right it's really nice to see uh, a group of people come together for something that they that they love whether it's the game or if it's each other yeah no i I definitely agree with that um you don't know like how i mean because people are always like weary and you want to be careful with people you meet online but i have met some of the most interesting people online um i actually started playing games i my first online game was actually runescape and i've met a couple people on there that um, I still keep in contact with and uh, are one of the most, my most profound friends, right? We have one of the most profound conversations and I can say I've had one of the, some of the most interesting conversation with some of the, my, my, my Twitch community as well. And um, a lot of times, so what you see on stream is what we, you know, like it's just me streaming, but there's a lot of things that happen when we're off stream because we're coming back to the community, having fun, either playing games or watching a movie together 
or anime. And then afterwards, we we like to ch- chill. We go to the Bo Food Chill Lounge, uh, a voice channel, and just chill there and chat about anything and randomly um, about the show we just watched, about what we want to do. Um, sometimes people ask career advice about different things outside of what we're doing playing league. So a lot of conversation gets percolated. And uh, it's it's nice to see how you can connect with people. And I've heard stories how um, some people meet people on Twitch and they become their long life friends, right? Um, there are definitely precautions you have to take, you know, you know, I, I'm still really cautious about the information I share, but um, I don't share any personal information, like, you know, like very personal to me, but I, I don't mind sharing stories, right? Or my experiences, because those I believe are good to share. I like to share and then also understand like what people's take is on it, what their experiences are for something similar, gain perspective, right? That really helps me with my career, life, anything along the way. So it's been really nice um, to meet people through this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you how did you get started with like let me see what when did you there's a lot of ways to phrase this question but I yeah, I think yeah. it's just like so like you have the community now right and I know a lot of people who might yeah. be listening are wondering okay cool like you, you you started streaming people came in and out and you were like at you know zero streamer I mean zero viewers to three viewers and and eventually like how did that become a huge community like what did you like did you have any plans or uh yeah what did you yeah what did it? you do to grow okay um a lot of it was just um t- you know going on different streamers um streams and kind of seeing you know talking to them right because that's kind of like your way of networking with people and i think one of the things i'm good at is networking and and meeting people, but with intention. I'm not there just to be on their stream, just to get their views. I'm there to see if I like their vibes and make friends. And I've made some really cool, cool like streamer friends as well, right? And and that's been really nice. So that's how I kind of got started. I think what really helped me, because I, I mean, I am I am extroverted, but I am shy, you know, when it comes to like meeting new people or in a space that I'm not very comfortable with, which is uh, at the time. Twitch, right? So I think that really kind of got kickstarted for me to really start opening the doors for meeting people was um, there. There is a community called the Radiant Community. They're now rebranded and they're called the Goodnight Legion Community. And they were doing like a, a streamer spotlight. And um, my friend Christine was um, on the streamer spotlight, but I got to see different streamers as well that wasn't like as big as Christine because Christine is a Twitch partner streamer. Um, the different streamers that have like view counts about the same amount as me. So then I, well, you know, I figure, okay, that's not as intimidating to talk to those streamers because they they don't have to like read really fast chats or something. So I got to see different streamers on that platform and, and, and interact with that community and then join their Discord server to kind of get to know people, right? Put myself out there, um, like, hi. Belinda. So, um, and I, I went and talked on their Discord, found people that wanted to play League, and then joined and hopped around um, different um, streamers uh, uh, when they were streaming and kind of said hi and built relationships that way. Um, one of my favorite streamers um, that I first met and our I first people that I subbed to was uh, Loriana. And I absolutely love her. I definitely can see myself. I haven't met her yet, but we have a lot of the same interests. Uh, we love drinking wine. Um, and we've gone on like what I say, uh, dates. So um, we, we go on stream dates and we have like a virtual date. And it's been really nice. And that's what it is for me. And, and I think that's kind of what helped me grow as a streamer and channel is kind of being intentional with the relationship I wanted to build and really being genuine about connecting with people, letting people know like, Hey, I'm I'm all about like meeting people, connecting with people, and I like to play league, mm-hmm. right? So I did that, and I think slow slowly but surely that's kind of helped um, network with people. And then when people want to like figure out people who to raid, and if you're on, you happen to be on, they like wouldn't raid you. And then kind of uh, because the streamer know what 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 your brand is, they want to share that with their community, right? And that's kind of how you suddenly grow. And then, like I said, from within the community, you're intentional about 
what your brand is and what your what what you stand for, right? In terms of what the Bofu House is, and people like that. People people invite people. So I've had now um, recently we a custom games, custom league games are still really popular. So I've had like new people trickle in and say, "Hey, I heard this. A lot of people play customs here. You know, I would love to play." And kind of like that's how you do. You find like different little niches and sections that people are interested in, and you host those, and you kind of. Let it grow that way, and you don't have to say anything yourself because you have the people in the Bofu House who love what it stands for, and they go tell their friends about it, and that's kind of organically grown that way. Yeah, a lot of the advice that you gave is really good, so I gotta praise you for that uh, once again. Uh, and I'm not, and I'm not just like continuously praising you to to do so just because you're a guest, but because like a lot of the stuff that you're saying aligns with what I believe, but also like what I teach, right? Because for example, networking. Um, a lot of people that I've met and especially, I guess, like students, sometimes just because of how school works, they think like networking, um, you know, in a corporate sense, in a way or any career sense, like, is there very shallow, right? It's kind of like, yeah. they think networking is like, oh, you just get to know a person so you can get the benefits or like, you're like jump mm -hmm. from one, um, position to another on the ladder or whatever. But then you also mentioned being genuine and finding people that you vibe with and actually interacting with them, playing games with them, um, forming a relationship, you know, which I think is like really important. So your view of networking isn't disingenuous. It's, I mean, networking is kind of like, it's a very good word to use. It's the easiest word to use, you know? Yeah. Um, but the way someone can go about it is very different because I know... Right. I've seen like, you know, I read on Reddit or forums and people are like, oh yeah, I tried to like, you know, go and talk to these streamers and stuff like that. And they're not, they're not like DMing me back and, you know, they're going about it in a way where it tries to just only benefit them without trying to get to know the other person. I don't want to call anybody out, but I definitely see it, right? I see that a lot and it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves and I completely understand you when you, when you say that networking to some people has like a negative uh, connotation involved with it because of this aspect of just doing the sort of thing that you mentioned. So I definitely think it's the approach of how you go about it. I think it's all about building relationship and, and connecting with people. I think saying connecting with people makes it seem like it's more intentional versus just networking where you're just trying to meet as many people as, as much. So when I say networking, I try to define what I mean by it, which means really connecting with somebody. I try my best to try to remember their name. I think that that also helps um, people know that I'm intentional about trying to remember a little piece of you. And I know it would make me sad one day if for whatever reason, like my stream becomes really popular and I would not be able to keep up with chat because I like interacting with people. I'm not there yet, but we'll see if I ever get to that problem where I start forgetting names. But I, as much as I've, I've preached about connecting with people, I connect with people on my own time when I want to, but I'm not going to be readily available for everyone just to tap into my time, right? So when I am intentional about the time I say give, it's just kind of like how we're hanging out as friends, right? But I'm not gonna be like there 24 seven available to everyone just to contact me, which is why like my DMs are closed kind of thing. Cause I think some people can mistaken that for like a deeper connection with you, which I don't mind making, but that's a different type of relationship building. I'm all about helping people out, but you also have to make sure you take care of yourself for if first and not make it so that you're so readily available that people feel entitled to your time. So I think that's another thing when you had asked me like some of the struggles, that was something I had to also sort out, which is why I make it so that my interaction is very public with my uh, community instead of more private. With them. Yeah. It's really easy mm -hmm. to fall into a trap, I think, like starting yeah. out because you just, you're like, oh man, with every like viewer, you know, you just kind of like want to keep them, want to make sure that they, they feel good and they want to like mm -hmm. stay in the chat. and Cater right yeah you can't do that so mm -hmm. i think some people can take advantage of you because you know they they feel lonely some people do and they want that additional friendship that you are offering um so there's a fine line you have to draw when you do that don't exhaust yourself out right because being an extrovert uh, i do exhaust myself when i hang out but i also get energy from people right so it's like yeah hit or miss but have you ever yeah, been to definitely. a convention? Oh, no, no, no. You just started streaming during the um, pandemic. Yeah, so it's so not I like... I have not. Oh, my no. gosh. Yeah. I When I'm with, like, um my girlfriend at, like, TwitchCon or something, right? She's like, how do you have so much energy? You yeah. know, because when you're, like, in the, in the environment and there's, like, other streamers and there's people around and there's energy and, 
just just the the whole vibe of of the the convention you know you never really lose energy even though you're really supposed to be tired and after mm -hmm. after it's all done you're like oh my god like i can't like it's like being at a festival you know like after yeah, the festival's yeah. all done and you're like wow i can't believe i just expended that much energy and it catches up with you like the next yeah. day after yeah no absolutely i i agree with that it's uh it can be a lot but i haven't been to a convention um before so i am i am excited because i know that they recently announced that twitch uh twitchcon 2021 won't happen but 2022 if all if you know, everything goes according to plan should happen so we'll see um, i do plan to attend it if it doesn't get canceled so so you grew your community by getting to know other people getting to know other streamers becoming friends with them interacting with um their community too and eventually um this is on twitch like you you see this kind of often is like is like kind of like a i don't know the best word to call it the cross-pollination effect you know mm -hmm. where like the networking yeah. effect where they're like, oh, cool. If because if you vibe, if you yourself as a streamer vibe with another streamer, then there's a high chance that their community will also vibe with your community, yeah, right? Yeah. And then mm -hmm. and then friends friendships will be formed that way. And then mm -hmm. once you consistently um like raid each other, it's like a circle of raid friends, and it becomes like this little universe. Uh, yeah. you know, kind of like how Marvel built it out, right? Everybody has their own right, individual right. movies, but you know, there's yes. like some crossovers. Mm -hmm. Have you ever um like done uh collaboration streams with other streamers? Yes, my collaboration streams are like so okay, I try to I try I also try to think of different ways to grow the channel, right? At first I had a series called uh Spill the Tea with B. And I, I only had I only had two guests. They were my um they were my uh, crew mates. Um So Peter was one, I, right? <laughs> No, actually, Peter was not what? one. It was actually he's your my bestie. First, I know my my first, but but he's been in like streams with me, so that's like our collaboration stream. We'll do like collaboration stream IRL. Mm -hmm. So um, we did like a keyboarding switch stream collaboration stream. So I will do like IRL collaboration stream more so with my crewmates. But um, my first my first guest was actually Marky Boy Beats. Uh, he he makes awesome sick beats. Go check him out, Marky Boy Beats um on soundcloud but he's really talented he's uh he has an amazing voice he's really good at producing music and he made he even made me um you know bofu has a theme song it's called bofu bump okay what so, yeah he has a theme song i ha i have built out the whole brand peter is know, there an exclamation mark command in your chat for bofu bump? um you know, I don't know if it's that, but we all, we have an exclamation mark for market, and then you can see both of them there. But that's a good idea for sure. I'll, I'll link that exact song. But um, there is a Bofu Bump theme song because I asked him like, "Hey, can you make me a beat for Bofu Bo uh, for Bofu?" And he did. So I know like Nate, one of my mods, loved Bofu Bump. So he was my first guest on the show to kind of help figure out different content. And the reason I like the whole, which I might bring back, is spill the tea with bees because. I got this idea because we were doing a lot of these talks during offline, right, uh, on my Discord, and we'll have like some discussions or anything. And I was thinking of bringing streamers onto the the show and kind of interviewing them as well. I actually like that's how I like connecting with people. I like I love talking to people. I love kind of understanding what they want to talk about and like even different topics to kind of get to know them. But then became uh, where I was asking more female streamers to be on there, and essentially it's kind of like a date. So. It became like a little fun thing, like, hey, will you go on a date with me? And that became a thing. So my, a lot of my collaboration stream has been um, going on these dates with these female streamer friends. So I went on a date with Sophia, another SKZ member. And then I went on a date with um, Baby Mango. And uh, we did like a pumpkin painting thing. That was oh, really, really fun. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, and I've done, I've done like a date with, uh, Loriana. We were just, uh, uh, she would, um, we, we would do different activities. Cause I like that. So she would teach me how to draw something on MS paint, um, kind of guide me. And then another one mm -hmm. I did was with Mari for her subathon where I was teaching her choreography as well. So I've done collaboration streams and they're really fun because it's a great way to interact with the streamer as well as let my community, cause we would stream at the same time, like a co co-stream. And we have a multicast so like each community can watch both at the same time and that way uh, my community get to know who mari is because i love mari or like and then her community gets to see who i am and that's a good way to kind of show um your audience each other's audience kind of like these streamers and it works out well to like kind of network and communicate and kind of 
like let my uh my viewers know like this is another cool streamer that i look up to or like value and you guys should check her out and we you know most of these streamers do stream different content than me um actually all these streamers seem different content but the vibes is what you're getting when you go to their stream yeah i think that's i think that's super important because um a lot of the times like it's like cool i'm gonna stream this game right and they try to build the brand around like this certain game but i think the the downfall to it or like there's a yeah the downfall to it that could sometimes happen is like if that game becomes unpopular or you just might get sick of that game right you don't want to stream it anymore then what happens you change games and then your viewer your viewership just like drops immediately because they're not here for you anymore and i yeah. and i think that's what you've done really well is like you just you make sure that people are there for you or the community right yeah. or or both like and and it works out really well and like you said the vibes right it's all about the environment the culture by culture environment yeah absolutely so that's kind of um what i do when i have collaboration streams usually i meet with streamers that i i like their what their vibes culture what they stand for kind of everything about them um so that's how i've, I've done collaboration collaboration streams that way um i told you that uh the rating community but now called the good night legion i was also on their like streamer spotlight as well so that was nice to mm -hmm. be on there um but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've done. And I, I haven't actually done many collaboration streams this year that I wanted to do. I've done IRL collaboration stream with my crew. Um, a lot of popular ones is featuring Peter and myself. We did a keyboard building stream. And I think people like seeing the crewmates interaction. I feel like, if anything, SKZ has built a brand around. We're, we're actually a dance team. We're a dance crew. But I think now we're just a content creation crew. Because we do a lot of things. A lot of us, we still dance. But a lot of us have gone into making music, which is Mark. Um, streaming at games and playing that as Sophia and myself. And then uh, Peter as well. But Peter also does like photography as well. So we have more rebranded because we've all gone into streaming and doing content creation into more of like a content creating dance team. Yeah, so, it's pretty cool yeah. because everybody has like their own individual... Um, I guess like superpower if you will you know because peter is mm -hmm. like very good with photography and videography yeah you have that yeah. um I, I forgot exactly the the music producer mark mark, mark your boy beats yeah mark yeah so mark yeah. does that yeah everybody can dance you know yeah. you're really good at running events and i think like all of that combined plus you know your your other friends who are also creatives as well um yeah. you know cool projects can can really come out of that just like uh the kda dance Right, it was KDA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so, KDA dance that was produced. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, we all played League of Legends to some degree. I think Christine and I mm -hmm. play it the most, right? Um, so we wanted to do, and then we all danced. So we wanted to do the KDA dance. We we're actually doing it for a talent show. Um, that didn't. I, well, they had to postpone the talent show, but we wanted to release the video anyway. And yeah, we, we decided to publish it on the SKZ YouTube page. And it's our most viewed video on SKZ channel, which is really nice. And it was really nice to see how not just my community, but each of our communities um, would like uh, was excited about it, would like share with their friends. So mm -hmm. before I move on to the next question, um, sure. I, I oh, yeah. What, uh, what was I thinking? Oh, my God, I just lost a thought. Oh, one thing that I really like mm -hmm. that you do is that you actually plan um to to like you know various degrees like what your stream is gonna have like the content of your streams you don't just turn it on and and um be like oh cool like let's just like i'm just gonna play games and like not talk to the chat you know um there are things that you do whether it's like people um whether it's like peter coming in doing the keyboard streams um i i know for your was it a one year anniversary like you taught a routine so you integrated yeah. the, um you know, like your love for dancing and, and shared it with the stream to the mm -hmm. Bofu Bowl. And so having stuff that's not just like routinely talk and then game, talk and then game, but then way more than that, I think like helps a lot with engagement, keeping things like feeling fresh. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, thank you. I appreciate that. I do definitely want to incorporate more. I think some things that were popular is uh, me baking at tiramisu, which wasn't even baking because I didn't have to bake anything. But I, I think um, my community definitely likes seeing different things. Um, I do, I am still mostly a just chatting uh, League of Legends streamer 
And I'll let them know if it, I am just playing games that day, but most of the time it is. But um, but yeah, if I have special, I've noticed if I have special events or when people are coming over, I think definitely more people tune in because it's something different. So um, stuff like that is, and it's it's really fun because it's different. And uh, I, I'm all about having having all that. So. Yeah, I think it challenges you as a creator too, you know, to like figure out like how to actually execute this, whether it's like, yeah. what the hell does the camera setup look like <laughs> in the kitchen, right. you know? Yeah, um, no, for real. So, yeah. but the, but honestly, the one that was like, I didn't know like the Boku Bowl, which was the last one I had, I didn't know how much engagement I was going to get. And I, I think um, I reached a lot of views that day in terms of consistency and a lot of people tuned in and got a lot of positive feedback, which really um, helps motivate me to understand like, okay, this is something that's been nice to kind of put on the community. Um, and shot casting is something very new to me. So I, I absolutely love it. I, I've never been so excited watching League before until this Bofu Bowl came about and shot cast. I'm more of a hype caster, so I have to hire it. But I, uh, you don't understand being on the sideline, watching the game and having profession, my professional expert uh, shot casters kind of, go through the game with me as I'm like hyping everything up. I've learned so much about league and I feel like my, uh, my plays have been elevated just from watching that. So hopefully if you're tuning in to these Bofu bowls, um, you at least get entertained. You're cheering for your friend or you learn something out of it because I, I definitely got that piece of it being so hyped. And I learned so much about like gameplays, what you should do, what you shouldn't do strategies and like, wicked fights was just so so crazy yeah so it was really exciting very cool yeah. so what's what's like i guess the current you right what are what are your challenges um we'll start with that with like currently like what are your goals and and kind of like what are your challenges towards getting to the next uh you know yeah i guess the next goal right the next place you want to get to sure um challenges um I don't, I don't know if I, I have like set challenges that I'm, I'm overcoming right now, aside from, I don't have any big challenges. I say, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm more goal or goal oriented. So we'll talk about that per se. Cause I don't think, I think we're in a good space right now where I like where we're at. So I guess the challenge is meeting the next goal, right? Um, okay. Yeah. So the next uh, few goals that I have in terms for kind of reflecting on what happened that happened this year. And um, one of the one of the goals that I had this year was to uh, reach 100 members on Discord. And we've done that because I do want to, uh, when they open the application, I want to apply to be a Discord partner. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that is something we can achieve. Because um, one of the things I, I've really actually been super excited in pivoting like my space is actually really focusing on like the discord community and having like my social media platform be ways to kind of cultivate the community. Right. That's kind of like how I see it. Um, I love discord and creating this Bofu house um, community. Um, another thing that we're trying to work towards is Bofu, right? I have loved creating Bofu and I only have so many slots uh, <laughs> on my Twitch channel. And one of the, most motivating thing for me to get partner literally one of the only th reasons i would want to get partner because for me it's not about the numbers i used to pay attention to because i i didn't have anyone to talk to but now i have a good amount of people that i talk to and people that i know that i'm satisfied really like knowing that there's people there and i want to continue spreading that but organically i don't want to be obsessed with the number so the only reason i would want to hit partner is to open more emo slots so that way people can share that because it's um, I this year I did redo three of my emotes, so I created three different emotes for Bofu, and it was Bofu Evil, um, well, and then Bofu Oof, and then Bofu uh, Notice. Oh yeah, yeah. Noted. And, yep. And those have been so popular, right? And they were so fun to create. Like I love thinking about how to create them with my designer, and I want to create more. Right. And I want to be, I want it to be used because it's, you know, one of the biggest compliments is having people tell me that they love my emotes and they love Bofu. Cause I think that says a lot, right? Like this little character. And I think he's just so lovable and adorable. And, and most people on Twitch have like emotes that are more, um, God, what do you call it? It's a style. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's chibi. like very chibi. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that style. But both was different. That he's actually a character and actually have a name for him, right? So I I love the branding of that. So I want him to continue being spread around Twitch. So that's one of the goals is to hit part uh, is to hit partners to unless Twitch changes anything. I just want I just want emo I just want more slots so I can continue having that. So that would be another goal. Another goal is to uh, refine the Bofu Bowl and have two next year. One for one for spring and one for fall, mm-hmm. and kind of keep um, expanding. I guess that that sounds I'm trying to take over the world, but you know what I'm saying. Kind of continue the momentum we have with these set goals in mind um, for uh, for next year, and then probably trying to do a little bit more IRL as well. So. Yeah, I think now that the you know, hopefully things with the pandemic are getting a lot easier. Like IRL is. Like, wait, do you mean IRL like in the house or IRL like outside and going exploring Both. and stuff like that? Both. Okay. Yeah, doing something different. Um, because uh, one of the segments I want to do is I wanted to do a couple like renovation projects. I wanted to document that. Um, I figured that'd be nice. Um, I oh, also that's want cool. to start. Yeah. Um, I also want to like document uh, dancing more. It'd be good to like exercise and then to dance and to create. A choreography that way um i haven't created choreography in a long time so i wanted to think of some way to do that and um host different kind of tournaments for fun as well for like different part of the community let because i think the bofable as fun as it was is very competitive it's i think it's gonna be the competitive aspect of what the bofu house is and i know some people aren't that competitive so maybe we'll make something like an ARAM tournament or something. So we're thinking of different ideas to create more engagement with the community, uh, come up with a more consistent um, movie night, an anime night, um, so that the schedule's out. I think uh, some people really enjoy watching uh, movies and shows with the community and talking and discussing afterwards. So that's been really nice as well. Yeah. So I have a lot of ideas and um, that I want to put on, pe- on paper and kind of plan it out. Um, my profession is all about planning, so it's it's good that I'm utilizing that. So um, as the year closes out and I plan for the next year, these are some of the things, big goals that I have in mind. So the challenging portion is executing them and seeing if people have the time to help and where my time is at um, to be able to execute all, all these um, goals that I have in mind. Yeah, that's a good challenge to have, you know, trying to balance yeah. like... Uh work work life balance right because there's two yeah. two sides of your career yeah. um and and figuring out i guess like the best people to help you out have you ever thought about expanding like the 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 help that you get to like try to bring all of these projects to fruition um so yes because i used to keep those ideas to myself right and i used to do all that myself because i i feel guilty at times um asking my mods for the help they already give me but i've been um more i've been better about communicating that um so um like halo has been a tremendous help i don't even ask for it sometimes and he just helps me he's been so supportive and i mean all of them are but halo really goes like the the distance when it comes to like helping me with a lot of the more technical things right yeah um but each of them play their own role right nate the only reason the both people could happen at the short time spam that we did was because of Nate, right? And then um, you have uh, Clutch House is my first mod, um, keeping the peace. You got Piran, who's a super sweet, super sweet girl that will whip out her big hammer. Um, the two additions to our uh, mod team is going to be uh, Jeff and G, and they are my residential expert league of legend people. So they really helped. Everyone literally plays their own. Make sure I don't forget anybody. You got Nate. Yeah, I don't, I don't forget anybody. And two of them are kind of like right now um, uh, on on vacation is what I call them. <laughs> on vacation. So um, the one thing I would want to do is also uh, grow um, the community by, uh, I guess, uh, marketing a little bit more through different social media platforms. Right now, I only really talk about the BOFA community. Um, it, it integrates very well with Twitch, but yeah. I want to eventually talk about it more uh leveraging different social media spaces like Twitter, uh, Instagram, and specifically YouTube. I think YouTube would be the, the more, uh, that would uh, make the most sense to segue to start creating more content that way that's related to the BOFA house. And what I mean by that is um, I already have content. I already have videos. I just need to know how to figure out to edit it and compact a little bit more so it's digestible. 
and publish it on YouTube. So that way there's people who don't, who aren't available to watch um, it on Twitch or like because they don't aren't familiar with Twitch, they can watch it on YouTube and find that space because I guarantee you there are probably a lot of people still playing um, League of Legends or just want a space they can watch anime or whatever it is that they want um, that might not be on Twitch, right? But they can still be a part of the community through the Bofu House. So yeah. I'm thinking of doing that as well. Uh, and with that, I would I would need an editor. Right now, I'm working really closely with Peter, but Peter's also really busy. So I want to figure out maybe maybe a video editor is something I would look for in terms of working with somebody next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of things like floating around in your head, right? <laughs> it's just you have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of them, and sometimes I don't know if it's good or bad. So um, also like even talking to you and learning about. Um, brand strategy, marketing strategy. And I know you compliment me on, on thinking about some of these things that you teach people, but uh, it's not something I d- definitely didn't go to school for. It's just something I'm thinking about in terms of what I've picked up on. So something more refined as well, even talking to people who have more experience, experience in that field would also be something I'd be uh, interested in looking to work with as well. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a never ending like journey of uh, of learning, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's what makes like content creating so much fun because yeah. uh, like for the people who really do want to go explore, you learn so much, right? You're like managing a community, but then also like the technical side of like figuring out what the heck to do with this <laughs> There's a billion mm-hmm. things you could do with that uh, your Twitch yeah. and then there's like Streamlabs integration um you know running obs so that's like production stuff then there's the marketing side of things then there's the hiring um you know yeah um, it's a lot yeah it's running your own business it's not just it's not just streaming if you really want to grow your community there has to be intention some people it does some people are who already have the brand and everything it's easier for them to integrate or they already have a big following and sometimes people don't have to put a lot of work and people just love what they do and they just they're just popular right yeah but majority of the people like myself you have to put a little more tlc in that mm-hmm. as well so and a lot of people don't yeah. see that i mean it's just like yeah. even for the big streamers right um for example do you know who graham stefan is on youtube i think i, I think i've heard his i think i've heard the name yeah so he does a lot of like personal finance videos uh, okay. on YouTube and mm-hmm. he actually um it, it was this funny thing because like I think Pokimane reacted to him or he reacted to Pokimane um mm-hmm. and then and then they eventually got to like collaborate with each other and she started mm-hmm. to explain like you know the Twitch world to him because he came from YouTube and he came from real estate and she was talking about her business model and I think that was the first time I've actually heard her talk about herself from like a business perspective I'm like oh shit there's like a lot that goes on in the background that people don't know about. They just assume, you know, the haters are like, oh, she's just a pretty face and that's why she's going to get all these viewers. Like, no, she plans. She has a structure. She has a manager and, 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 um, you know, a bunch of other like support systems that help. And she plans all these things, not to mention, you know, negotiation, sponsorships, like it's crazy. Right. And you really got to know your stuff in order to succeed. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I think, that's what you're going to find uh, amongst like the more popular streamers, uh, the ones that are more consistent and are able to um, continue the momentum and continue skyrocketing are the people who have like a, a huge team behind them, um, fueled by the content creator who who is coming up with the content and, and figuring out what it is they should do, right, or could do, and with the support system of helping cultivate those ideas and executing on them so yeah it takes a lot of work so i do have a like i said and right now the team that i work with is my mod team and i I really appreciate you guys yeah shout out again to the mod team is there ever going to be a time where you take this full-time where you transition to to being a creator full-time i have thought about that i mean content creating is um the sky's the limit right um Mm -hmm. and i think if I if I get to a space where I can be financially stable with content creating, yeah, that's something I would definitely venture to. Right now, because I'm treating it as a hobby, um, it's 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 a hobby, right? Um, so I I would have to make a lot of uh, big moves to kind of really pivot my way to being a full time creator. 
if I could, it's I will let you know. Like that, this is something I enjoy a lot, and I think about it a lot, and I, I, I love content creating, and I feel motivated doing a lot of content creation, but a lot of putting events and things together as well because of my community. So maybe eventually one day, if I can be um, fully funded in a way through content creation, um, yes, that be that would be nice to pivot to. But right now. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, and I mean, not good. Like, sorry. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, and and so like the very last question is, if you had advice for anyone who wants to like start out or who is kind of like struggling to grow, um, as mm -hmm. a streamer, like what advice would you give them? Have fun with that, right? Um, go connect with people and uh, go meet people, right? Make friends and have fun with it, right? Don't don't think of it as a space that you're eager, you need to grow. It will come to you um, if you in, are intentional about the connections you wanna make, right? Be genuine. And um, people wanna know who you are if you really wanna know who they are too, right? And people pick up on that. So that's kind of my advice on people who want to grow or anything. Um, and, and still have fun with it because remember why you're doing it to, to begin with. Don't lose that side of it because you're obsessed with, if you're, if you're obsessed with growing your numbers at all. And that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Hansei Podcast. And special thanks to Belinda for coming on and having this conversation with me. It was great to learn all about her journey, how she grew her community, all the things that she's done, and what she values as a creator. If you guys enjoy this podcast, then please consider subscribing or follow us on Twitter, YouTube. There's a bunch of places you can find us. Just one place is good enough. And with that being said, I will see y'all in the next episode. Peace out.